Lazarus is dead. I mean, Lazarus is four days dead. That's really dead. And yet Jesus comes to them and says, roll that stone away and open that tomb up. If you were there, if he was saying that to you, what would you have done? Knowing that Lazarus probably stunk pretty bad by now. That's the point of this podcast. Welcome to the Hope, Healing, and Freedom podcast, brought to you by Restoring the Foundations International. Our desire is to equip you with biblical truth to empower you to live a full life of freedom in Christ. For more, please visit restoringthefoundations.org. Now, here's your podcast. Hi, I'm Lee Whitman with Restoring the Foundations. And in today's Hope, Healing, and Freedom podcast, I want to talk about the story of Jesus raising Lazarus from the dead. And I want to use it in a little bit different way uh, and really bring some things out. Today's verse is John eleven thirty nine, where Jesus said, remove that stone, roll that stone away. You know, when RTF tries to get into a new church, one of the things that we encourage the senior pastor with is, would you consider sending somebody from your church to receive RTF ministry? Because we know that once somebody receives RTF ministry and their life is radically changed, (laughs) they're going to go back and tell everybody about this ministry that they discovered called Restoring the Foundations. So we went to this church and the pastor sent one of his associates named Randy, I'll call him Randy, that's not his name, but sent Randy to us. And Randy had some really severe issues with authority figures that started with his dad. And so we go into our normal ministry process and really began to deal with some of the the wounds and the hurts and the lies that Randy believed. And what ended up happening was Randy could not go to some places in his life. He was unwilling to roll some of the stones away so that healing could take place. It was a really, for us, it was very sad. It was very hard because we knew we could help him. But for him to receive that help, he had to be willing to roll some stones away in his own life. Now, when we look at this story of Lazarus in John chapter 11, there's really kind of some funny things that are involved in it that I want to bring out before we get to the serious part. Jesus delays for two days before he goes to see his friend Lazarus. I find that kind of interesting that instead of rushing right away to go do that, he delayed so that the glory of God could be revealed. And on the process, the disciples are walking along the road and and Jesus says to them, you know, our friend Lazarus has fallen asleep and we've got to go and, and wake him up. And the disciples are kind of like we are. They said, well, if he's just asleep, then he'll wake up on his own. It won't be a big deal. And the next sentence, Jesus said, plainly, it says, Lazarus died. I love that. It's like, duh, he's dead. He's not sleeping. He's dead. But he says it, I'm glad for your sakes that we weren't there so that you may believe. So let's go to him. So then he comes into town and his friend uh, Martha and Mary live in this town. They're, They're Lazarus family. And they come up to him and said, Lord, if you had been here, my brother would not have died. 
Now, I know for a fact we do that to Jesus all the time. I, I, I hate to say it, but we make judgments about what he should have done and why he didn't do certain things. And we kind of blame him, you know, out of our hurt and our anger that, you know, Jesus, if you would have been here, if you, would have, if you wouldn't have let this happen, if you would have solved this problem before it got to this point, but yet Jesus is still in that place of wanting to bring healing into our lives using all of these circumstances. And in this place, Jesus says to, to Martha, Jesus said, your brother will rise from the dead. And Martha says, I know, he'll rise in the resurrection. And Jesus said, no, that's not it. I'm the resurrection and the life. He who believes in me, even if he dies, he's going to live. Do you believe this? And she went on and said, yes, Lord, I do believe it. So again, we see in this story that Jesus gets confronted by even his friends with things like, you know, if you would have been here, it wouldn't have happened. Uh, Lazarus wouldn't have died. So let's move on into the story a little bit. When Jesus knows that Lazarus is dead, and he says, where have you laid him? And they took him to the tomb. And when he gets to the tomb, Jesus gets really, really emotional. It's the passage of scripture where it says Jesus wept. And I love this passage of scripture because I really believe that that's Jesus' heart for us. There's times when he just weeps over the situations that we have to deal with. It's not that he's powerless to deal with them or to do anything about them. That's not it at all. It's out of his great compassion. Because I think at times we almost say, well, Jesus really doesn't care. You know, I, I was sexually abused or I was raped or I, my parents died when I was younger. All of these real horrible things have happened. And Jesus doesn't really care. He's going to make good come out of it, but he doesn't care. No, he does care. This is a passage that shows that Jesus wept. He was moved by compassion for the people that were there, especially for the family of Lazarus who died. So then they come to the tomb. And this is where that passage of scripture that says, roll the stone away, remove the stone. And I love Martha. She said, but Jesus, but Lord, there will be a stench for he's been dead four days. Now, let me move off of this story just a little bit and into some of the things that you and I are going to have to deal with, because there's sometimes that we don't go to places in our life to receive healing, because if we did, if we go there and roll the stone away from that memory or that place, it's going to stink. It's going to hurt. It's going to be a bad experience, we think, for us, because all we can see is the death that that has brought. That's what Randy experienced when he came for ministry. He wasn't willing to roll the stone away on some of the abuse and the hurt that he'd experienced. And so he did not receive the full depth of the healing that Jesus had for him. Now, I think that at times, and I'm going to make a strong statement, I think at times people limit their healing. We can choose to only go to a certain level, and that's the only the level of healing we're going to get. I think Jesus wants more for us, but he respects us to the place that if we don't roll the stone away, he's not going to do it for us. You know, I'm pretty convinced that Jesus could have stood back and he could have had the UAW come in and move that stone. Not the United Auto Workers, 
the unlimited angel warriors could have come and just removed that stone. But he didn't do that. He made them choose to roll the stone away, knowing that the potential was that this situation was going to stink, that there was going to be a bad outcome. But yet out of faith, he said, roll that stone away. And that's what he does with us often. And I'm talking a little bit to everyone, but I'm specifically talking right now to, to our ministers, to Restoring the Foundation ministers. There are times that people are going to come for ministry and you're going to want their healing more than they do. Did you catch what I just said? There are times that we as the ministers can see the healing that's available to them and we desperately want them to experience it, but we want it more than they do. They have to be willing to roll that stone away, to move some of those obstacles and go to places where it might stink. Go to places where it might be ugly. Go to places where it really might hurt for a little while so that Jesus can bring healing. Because Jesus doesn't bring uh, painful things up just to rub our nose in them or to, to stir them back up. He only reveals things that he wants to heal. And so as a minister at times, you have to be willing to let people go to the level that they're able to at that point, realizing they're going to need more. You can see it. They're going to need more healing. They're going to need more ministry. They're going to need more help. But do what you're able to do at the time. Go to the level that they're willing to go to so that they can receive the healing that they can get, knowing probably they're going to have to come back and get more later. So as a minister, take that responsibility. I call it false responsibility. Take that off of yourself and minister to the person in front of you to the level that they're able to go to that place with them. And if they're not able to roll the stone away, that's not your job. Your job is to set the table for them to have an encounter with God. And as they encounter God, he's the one that helps them roll the stone away. I just love this story. Jesus didn't do it for him, but he encouraged him. He said, roll the stone away. And then when they did roll the stone away, what did Jesus do? We see in verse 43, he says in a loud voice, and I can only imagine the thunder that would come out of his mouth. Lazarus, come out. The power and the authority that he had over death, over whatever killed Lazarus. He had power and authority over that. He said, Lazarus, come out. Now, another interesting part of this story is he said to the people around them, now, you unbind him and let him go. That's what RTF ministry does. RTF ministry unbinds people from the things that hold them captive. It unwraps them from the grave clothes that they brought into their relationship with God. You know, the Bible says that we were dead in our trespasses and sins. And Jesus makes us alive together again with Christ but sometimes our grave clothes are still on. Sometimes we bring our grave clothes into our relationship with Christ and wonder why we struggle. Jesus wants us as the body of Christ, wants us as RTF ministers to unbind people and to let them go so they can experience life and freedom that Jesus came to give us. So I love this story because there's a responsibility that's on each person to roll stones away. 
when Jesus looks at some of the things in our lives, there's dead stuff. Would you agree with me? We've got some dead stuff that probably stinks, but that's okay. When we roll those stones away and give Jesus the opportunity, he calls life back into us. That's what he did with Lazarus. He called life back into something that was dead, something that was stinky, something that was uh, putrid. He does that with us. He brings us back to life so that we can experience the fullness of all that he has for us. But to get there, what's got to happen? We've got to roll the stones away. And then once we come back to life, oftentimes we need help getting unbound from the grave clothes that we had on because of the death that we experienced. I'm just asking God to take this message, to take this story of Lazarus and use it in your life. And again, I want to speak to RTF ministers. RTF ministers, do your job, but don't get bound up by trying to do too much. You cannot make people roll stones away. All you can do is offer them the opportunity. And then once you do that, once they decide to roll the stones away, you get to help unwrap the grave clothes because you don't even bring them back to life. Jesus does that. Jesus calls life into dead people. And then we get to, as ministers, unwrap them, unbind them, and turn them loose. And to everyone that's listening that's not an RTF minister, I know you're going to run into places in your life where you've got stones that need to be moved, and it's going to be scary. It's going to be, you know it's, it's going to be uncomfortable. You know it's going to stink. But look at what happens when we roll the stones away. Jesus calls life into dead things. Father God, I thank you so much that you bring life into us. You bring life out of death, that you don't leave us dead in our trespasses and sins, but that you've made a way for us to experience life and that life more abundantly. So Lord, today I just pray that you would use this podcast to bring courage to my brothers and sisters who know they can see the stone that needs to be moved, but they've been struggling with the ability to do that. Give them the courage to say, I'm going to roll that stone away because when I do, Jesus brings life back into those dead places. Father, bless our RTF ministers as they minister to those that are bound by the grave clothes, that are bound and tied up by the things that they brought into our relationship with Christ. Lord, bless them with the wisdom, with the knowledge, with the understanding of how to unbind people and to set them free. So Lord, again, I just thank you for this message, this story that you gave to us of how you bring life into our lives. Bless each one today that's listening in Jesus' name. Well, thank you for being with us today. And we look forward to having an opportunity to be with you again on our next Hope, Healing, and Freedom podcast. Bless you. Thank you for joining us on the Hope, Healing, and Freedom podcast today. We pray you are blessed and equipped with biblical truth, empowering you to live a full life of freedom in Christ. To learn more about the ministry of Restoring the Foundations International, please visit restoringthefoundations.org. We look forward to seeing you on the next episode.